Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super duper welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. What a great day. Great day. What day? Right here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, another one of those beautiful moments out there. You know, I like the rain sometimes, Mr. Benny. Why is that? What? Because I, uh, okay, so I don't know if you could see it or not. So I put a little product on my hair, right? When I do my, my little hair. And it's all washed out. No. What oh. happens is the water hits it and then it allows me to like foof it. Foof my hair. So like a duck's back. Thank you very much. Okay, so, all right. That's right. Must be some quality product there. Quality product. But then you come into the studio, and what happens to your hair? Poof. It gets mashed. You know, you knock the poofy out of your hair, and you put your headphones on, and the poofy is gone. I hate when that happens. I'm telling you, it's... (laughs) I really do. So frustrating. That's an inside joke. People can't see you. Not even inside. People can't see I don't it. have any hair. So That's what nothing. I'm trying to say. That's it. I can't use product But anymore. I have to tell you, Benny, you are in the company of some great people. Great people. Okay? So guess who I saw this weekend that also doesn't have any hair and he doesn't care? Oh, uh, that's a good... Uh, that could be anybody. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, good old Dwayne. Yeah. Oh, my God. He gets... Oh, is he better and better every day? But then, after I'm done with the show, Benny, and I take my headset out, that's two hours from now, mm-hmm. I go back out in the rain, my hair gets wet, and I get to poof it again. Mm-hmm. For my next appointment. See, it all works out. That's what I'm telling you. Who knew how the rain can actually become your personal stylist? Keep that thought, all of you out there today. <laughs> Except for you folks, like a couple of friends of mine, you have this naturally curly hair. Yeah, not so much. Welcome, everyone. We've got a great show. Two hours for you today. You know, I get to chat, uh, chat with uh, Jack Perkins in a minute here. Finding Moosewood. Finding God. And this is with an amazing individual, award-winning journalist and author, uh, Jack Perkins. He's going to join us in a minute. And then later on, at the 11 o'clock hour, we are going to have Michael Shane. Yeah, Michael Shane. He's going to kick it up here, as he always does. Um, Benny and I are going to be pulling our prosperity card and see where it leads us. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. I'm trying not to cheat, so look, I'm going like this with my head this way so I don't see the card. I am prosperous in all areas of my life. Can't cheat with that. I can't. No, no cheating here. Prosperity law number two, three. That's 23. Two plus three is five, but it's still 23. I am prosperous in all areas of my life. I'm alive. 
little Elvis impersonation right there. Wonderful things are in your life right now. Practice noticing them. When you turn your thoughts to the abundance you already have, you dissolve. I love that word. You dissolve scarcity and draw more good into your life. Remind yourself daily of your blessings. Well, this is perfect for this show right here today. We've got a great show. Um, you know, this is, Benny and I, we, we get to do some stuff that we really love in life. It's really kind of, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. Um, I was sitting with some friends this morning, and um, there are four of us. We meet on Wednesdays, generally, a group of people. We've been doing this for I don't even know how many years now. I'm trying to remember. Um, but we, we've been meeting at the same place, no matter where we move to where we live, uh, same, same coffee place in, in um, what do you call it, um, uh, Green Lake. And, um, and so we get together. So today we were all talking about what our journeys were, were, what our journeys were like. You know, when did when did we meet? You know, when did I personally meet um, the group of people that um, I consider to be my friends here in Seattle? How did that happen? And so we were talking story this morning and there were just quite a few things that I had forgotten about, you know, when I arrived here. I actually came out the summer of um, 1992, spent six, eight weeks here with my friend, uh, Pat. And for that summer, for those of you that remember anything about 1992, you will remember that that summer had almost eight straight weeks of sunshine. Eight, just about. They called it an El Nino or El Nino or in whatever they called it. You know, whatever that is that happened. El Nino. Yeah. Yeah. That, they call it something La like Nina. La Nina. Whatever. You kind of combined the two. I, I did. Did you love that? Because I believe in integrating the masculine and the feminine. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. That summer, maybe you don't remember, Benny, but I, I remember that summer. 92, I was a freshman in high school. Uh, were you? I, I try to forget that one. Oh, my gosh. There you go. <laughs> it was a tough year. It was. Ah! I but, just moved. Didn't have any friends yet. Me, so. too. Yeah, it was so. But yeah. I came out that summer and everybody said to me, no, no, no. This is not a good representation of the Pacific Northwest. And I made a decision in December of that same year to pack up my truck pack up my car, pack up my Harley, and uh, just get on the road, and I moved to Seattle. I actually physically moved here in January of um, 1993. And so we were rehashing, um, talking about stories and talking about our journey. And I have to tell you, it is amazing what your friends remember about you that you just do not remember about yourselves. Well, today, uh, we get to talk with Jack you know, who has done many, many stories. You know, he is somebody that, you know, understands what happens because his background, you know, what he has done, the area of journalism, you know, is something that he originally said yes to. But somewhere along the way, he is a bit like me. We take a look at our lives and we move in another direction. Whether or not our our friends understand why we're doing that or why we're not doing that, you know, but he's worked for NBC and worked directly with David Brinkley and then jumped right into covering the civil rights movement. I mean, what a, an amazing life. You know, the Cuban Missile Crisis, there are times, pivotal times in my lifetime and his lifetime and uh, that we think about ourselves and our lives and ask how is it that we show up here in this world? He also got through the grim assignment of reporting on the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. 
And, uh, you know, so what is it about the book Finding Moosewood, Finding God? You know, what is this about? Why did he decide to take this journey? What is it that each and every one of us can be reminded of? Well, today we get to have a chat with him and we get to explore what this journey is like. Why is it that we decide to turn right when the world around us, our friends, our family, really thought we were going to turn left? By the way, that's not a political metaphor. That was just directional. And so let's let's invite Jack to the show. Hey, Jack, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you so much. You know, there's a, there's a lawyer, famous lawyer down in Texas who came up with an expression like that, talking about those people who get up every morning, get in their car, come out their driveway, turn left, go to work, live their lives. And it is the exceptional one who comes out the driveway, turns right, and goes off into a new life. So that, that's, that, that, was, that was his version of, of the, what you've just given us, which is a very apt description of some people's lives. Isn't that, though, part of your journey as well? And yes. one of the things I do want to say about it, you know, I didn't mean to, and I think you get this, I didn't mean to make it so linear because I think that we, we have a couple of these come out of the house every day, go to work. I know I did that. I had a corporate job for 25 years, so I know what that's like. You get up and you come out and you go left, you go left. Once in a while, you'll go right. Then you go left and left again. And then all of a sudden, you make the sharp right turn. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, is a, it is a sharp turn in your life, and you don't know where it's leading, and your friends can't understand why you're making it. <laughs> And that's just fine because in your heart, somehow, you, and in my case, I and my wife, knew, believed, felt that that was the way we needed to be going now. Mm. You know, it's so interesting. Let's talk about this in terms of you mentioned you and your wife. Um, Sometimes it's difficult for our partners and spouses, you know, to kind of say, yep, I'm going to take that journey with you. Um, yep, you're on the right path. Even if it is entering into, of course it is, the world of not knowing. You know, Jack, I'd like for you to talk a little bit about the not knowing, because when I think about you and I think about the most colorful um, career that you had and moved away from, really, truly, profoundly colorful in so many ways, Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, it's hard to imagine that there would be something that would compel you to step into another arena and and to then have your family, your wife, take that step with you. What was it that you knew in the moment you made those decisions? What was it you knew about nothing. your life? Nothing. I love that. We knew nothing about what our lives were going to be. We knew what they had been. Mm-hmm. I had been at that point working in, in broadcast news for 35 years. I knew how to do that. I knew I did it well. But I didn't know what else I might do well. I didn't know what else I, I could do. I didn't know what other talents that God had given me I ought to be using and hadn't yet taken up. So uh, we put ourselves in a place of, uh, and I think it's useful for people to do this uh, now and then. Put yourself in a place of not knowing. Put yourself in a place of ignorance. Put yourself in a place where, where you're not familiar with either the, the surroundings or what's expected of you, and work it out. We moved to an island off the coast of Maine that, that was unpopulated until we got there, and 
and we had no public utilities on that island. We had wood stove for heat, very limited heat. We had solar panels on the roof for electricity because the local power company had said they would charge us $165,000 to get us electricity over the across the uh, through the waters. And uh, so, so it was a totally, totally different life than what we had enjoyed in California. We enjoyed our lives in California. We enjoyed our lives in TV, but but we were moved. There was an impulse, and we didn't identify it at first. We didn't know what it was, but we we followed it nonetheless. You know, and it's really interesting about that because I so get what that you know what that means. I dialed the wrong phone number. That's why I'm sitting here talking to you today. But it is. There is an impulse. You mean you mean when you called me, you dialed the wrong <laughs> <No>. phone number? <laughs> well, I, I could hang up and you could call the real person. If you're ah! Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've had a few of those, too. Um, there are things in our lives that I think we could point to that that where we get to say, Jack, and this is really what I want to ask you, where we get to say everything I've done in my life, everything that I've created um, has helped me be at the moment that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. How is that so of your past? Absolutely. Because uh, our, our moving was never motivated by anything negative. I mean, I, I I had my my problems with the way television news was going, of course, the way television was going, but I had to, the way big cities were going. But but it was not a negative motivation; it was a positive motivation. We had built this little house on the island as a vacation place to get away to, and for two years we we would try to get there whenever we could for vacations, and we finally came to realize, hey, we not only like this place, the island, better than we like Los Angeles. More important, we like ourselves when we're here better than ourselves when we're back there. Mm. And that was the important thing that made it, made the decision final. Mm. Um, you, you know, when we take a look and we step back at our lives and we decide we're going to really explore um, a meaning of consciousness or consciousness in many ways, there are certain things that come up. And I want to talk to you about that when we come back from break. What is it about finding Moosewood? What is it about finding God? What is it about the spiritual epiphanies that each and every one of us has the ability to have if we, if we haven't had them already? And how do we recognize them? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho, my very special guest joining me here today. For those of you that didn't hear, is Jack Perkins, everyone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. You out and have a celebration. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck! Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camino Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. 
That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship for You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services, not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing this story with anyone. It will be completely confidential. Dr. Thane, I would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story. Go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane, D-R, T is Tom, H-A-I-N is Nancy, at Wellness One. that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Great to have Jack joining us here today. You know, for those of you, um, you know, I'm going to tell tell you a lot about um, finding Moosewood, finding God. It's award-winning journalist and author Jack Perkins joining us here today. Uh, Just shared a little bit about, you know, his life. Uh, But what is it that has helped him you know, look at what life-changing power really means. You know, what is it about finding Moosewood, finding God, that is so absolutely important to today's world? Jack, thank you for joining us here. Let's take a minute and chat with folks about what Moosewood actually means. You bet. You bet. Moosewood, first of all, we we named our cabin Moosewood, the cabin on the island uh, off the coast of Maine there. Uh, and we named it Moosewood because uh, a lot of the trees around the, that area are are a form of maple that is vernacularly called the Moosewood. And the thing about it was, uh, here I had been in, in television. I'd been a big, oh, I'd been a big shot in my head. I could tell you how great I was. And, <laughs> you know, and and I looked at this little tree, and it's an understory tree that doesn't, feel the need to be up on top. And when we moved to Maine, I didn't feel any such need myself anymore. And it has to, the little tree has to develop in large leaves to bring in enough sun to, that it survives. I had to, I realized, develop enlarged ears and eyes 
to see the beauties of nature all around me and ultimately to come to realize that those beauties of nature were in fact the beauties of God mm. and that God is was the force that, that I kept calling during my earlier years. I kept calling luck, lucky breaks, uh, happenstance, uh, flukes, those things that guided me in my career and, and my marriage and my life all along to just where I really wanted to go. It, I had a beautiful life, no complaints about mm-hmm. it at all. But uh, but I finally, once we got to, to Moosewood, once we got to the island, uh, I slowly started to recognize that those flukes weren't flukes. Those happenstances were more than that. And in fact, what I had been witnessing and being moved, my life had been moved by, were the impulses given me by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and that God had been directing my life mm-hmm. before I even knew it, before I even was willing to recognize it. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're real busy, as I was in, in during the working years, when you're really busy, and especially if you have some celebrity, a bit of acclaim, you, uh, you're so full of yourself that uh, you don't have time for God. Mm-hmm. So I had been a I'd been a non-believer. I had been, uh, for a while, I was sort of a make-believer. But I had never become a devoted believer until we made the move to Maine and and things began to change. Hmm. You know, I I think this is is amazing because um, I I was thinking about, you know, after I read your book, and I was thinking about... um, the long and windy road, so to speak. That's the song that came up, you know, in my mind, mm-hmm. uh, because so much of what you're talking about was so true for me as well, except the celebrity part. Um, it, it, but there was, for whatever reason, you know, some kind of distance that was happening in my life. Very, very busy, you know, a set of patterns. And, you know, then there, be, then there comes this moment or moments or epiphany. There are a lot of words for it. You know what I'm saying? Nature. Nature is so incredible. I mean, if you listen to the show earlier, I was talking about moving to the Pacific Northwest. You know, I grew up in the cement jungle in New York. My playground were monkey bars and, you know, then New Jersey. And I had a glimpse of what nature could do. But when I moved to the Pacific Northwest, wow. It <laughs> was, Wow. Right. Yeah, I know yeah. you've been here, right? Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, some, Many times I uh, have a son, son living in Oregon, so uh, we, we get to the Northwest a lot. Right. But, but you know, what? Uh, from my television mindset, mm-hmm. when we got to Maine and, and started, and we were surrounded by nature on this island, a half mile long and a quarter mile wide. We were surrounded by so many pieces. And I began to think of nature when I finally realized it as not something to worship. A lot of people always worship nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry David Thoreau capitalized the word, would never use it without a capitalizing. Uh, I, I don't do that because I came to I came to think of nature as commercials, as one commercial after another. As you look at the, this row of trees at as you look at those, a raft of uh, hundreds or thousands, even eider down uh, down on the water below us, as you uh, as you see the the deer and her fawn gambling across the meadow, uh, those are commercials. Mm-hmm. 
commercials for the God that created the nature mm-hmm. and continues to recreate it every day. And slowly, some of us who are fortunate enough find ourselves being recreated as well. I, I'm i really struck by a number of different things, and I want to jump to talk with you a little bit about your illness, illnesses. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there's such a parallel in my own healing journey with some of the things you've experienced. And, you know, you talk about a spiritual epiphany. I guess what I want to ask you is, what role did having those illnesses play in finding God? Uh, they came, the illnesses came after mm-hmm. the finding of God mm-hmm. and uh, and allowing God to to come into my life. Uh, and, and that was fortunate because it made those illnesses, and the illnesses were, first of all, a prostate cancer and a prostatectomy, uh, and then a kidney cancer and a, and a nephrectomy, and, uh, and then skin cancer, but that was fortunately proved to be not as major as the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but by the time the surgeon, after, after the first surgery, could come through and tell me the, uh, the kidney cancer, we were very fortunate because he said we would, not, not, we would never have found that if we hadn't done the workups for the prostate cancer. And we found it at that point. Uh, and so if, if it had not been for the prostate cancer, he said, or he put it this way, he said, you were lucky to get prostate cancer. Hmm. And I said, whoa, that's a fascinating way to Wow, yes. Because, because if you hadn't had it, you wouldn't have found out about the kidney cancer, and the kidney cancer would not have shown until it was symptomatic, at which point it is usually too late. So he said, someone was looking out after you. And I said, doctor, I know who it was. Mm. And he said, well, all I can tell you is the results we've had so far have been a miracle. Mm. And I said, and I know who was responsible for that as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not accustomed to hearing doctors of medicine attribute something that their treatment has, has created as being a miracle. But I was glad I had found the right doctor. I am glad, too. And, you know, this is really kind of interesting um, because, you, you, you know, one of the things that I'm so really thrilled to talk to you about is the idea of finding God and what that's come to mean. Um, and how our lives really are directed if we are awake enough to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I found my naturopath who saved my life kind of the same way <laughs> radio found me. The angel lady told me I needed to Google T3. <laughs> and I Googled T3, and there was only one practitioner at the time in the state of Washington that had anything to do with that. And she's my naturopath, Dr. Darvish, uh, today. Hmm. Uh, but by the way, I didn't have anything going on in terms of T3. But it was a guiding, guidance system of hmm. sorts. And yeah, very interesting. And, you know, honestly, I didn't know what T3 was. I didn't know why I was looking. But in the moment that I found her, and I know you can relate to this, Jack, I didn't hesitate for a minute to call. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk about... What is a spiritual epiphany? How did that happen to, to, to Jack? And, you know, what is Finding Moosewood, Finding God? What is that book really about? Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Never had trouble getting what I want. But when it comes to you, I'm never good enough. When I don't care, I can play them like a kid. 
Seeing is believing. And on Saturday, April 20th, Michael Shane and the Ascension Foundation will be making a special guest appearance in Canby, Oregon, just a short distance from Portland. Michael, a spiritual visionary, healer, teacher, and trans physical medium, will fill your eyes with wonderment as he brings through gifts from spirit. These gifts are healing objects referred to as apports, such as gemstones or coins, brought from the etheric realm. Oh, but wait, there's still more. Have you ever considered what our toes can tell us? Come and participate in a live demonstration with Pamela Cushman. For more information, please call the Ascension Foundation at 800-508-6437 or visit their website at michaelshane.com. That's M-Y-C-H-A-E-L shane.com. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Want to know what the best-kept secret in Access Consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com special tips. To make them bounce like a basketball Like you Make me wanna act like a girl Paint my nails and wear high heels Yes, you Make me so nervous and I just can't hold your hand You make me glow But I cover up, won't let it show That's the heart attack song, I think, isn't it? Yes, Debbie uh, Demi Lovato Demi Debbie Good Demi Oh, you're right Demi not Demi. She's a Demi. It's, it's Demi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always get that mixed up. You know, Demi, Demi, potato, potato. Don't, my, miss it. Don't my... say that to either one of them. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited, Benny. I get to chat with Jack Perkins. And for those of you, the book is Finding Moosewood, Finding God. Uh, what I want to make sure everybody out there uh, knows how to do uh, is to make sure you're getting a, a copy of this or finding out more about this and about Jack and his journey. Um, Jack, uh, thank you so, so very much for joining me here today. 
Um, I want to really jump to this spiritual awakening uh, part of, of the journey uh, and and just talk with you, if you would share with our listeners, first of all, what was that for you and what form did it take and where did it happen? But, you know, the thing I really want to know is how the heck do you know it was happening? Well, uh, the answer to the first question, I, I wrote a I wrote a piece for Christianity Today magazine and uh, just recently, and the editor came back with a comment saying, well, I never really identified, you never really identified the moment of the epiphany of the, of the flash. And I said, uh, I'll, I'll redo that, but the only way I can redo it is by just telling you that, that I didn't, that I don't know, I never identified. There was no such moment. For me, it was a slow progression of uh, signs, indications, never voices, uh, except my own inner voice and then the voice of the Holy Spirit that was guiding me through this. But I never, near, not about 25 miles from us in Maine, there's a little town of Damascus, Maine. I went on the road to Damascus many times, but I never <laughs> had the blinding flash like St. Paul did. <laughs> it never happened that way. Mm-hmm. It was just It was just a slow accretion of impulses and thoughts and revelations. Mm. But we were there on the island. We lived there 13 years, so there was plenty of time for for the for the the movement to work on us both. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo was ahead of me, as she often is in life. <laughs> she had been raised in a religious and overtly religious family, mm-hmm. had that great advantage. I had been raised in a in a family that had a Bible on the shelf that never left the shelf, and that sort of thing. So. I went to college. I majored in religion, of all things. Oh, that's so fascinating! Because I was, I was just taken with the quest, and how did other people resolve and, and satisfy their yearnings that I, I guess, I had without even acknowledging them? I majored in religion, but I never got religion. Mm. Uh, and then I went into news, and when you're in the news business, they don't care what you believe, they care what you think. The the coin of the realm in broadcast news is fact, hard, provable fact. No speculation permitted. I'm I'm saying this is the way it used to be. I'm not saying that's the way it is now. No, 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 right. I get it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So so again, any, any nascent belief had to be subordinated to the need to know. And if you can't prove it, don't say it. So I was I was a searching but still silent believer. Mm. Mm. What is it, in your opinion, if anything, um, has changed in both the religious and spiritual arenas these days? You know, which part of it helps uh, us all to a greatest consci- greater consciousness? Oh my gracious. I'm sorry. Is that okay, oh, that question? Uh, no, I, I mean, if we're talking about what has happened to our society, and especially the, the most vocal organs of our society, radio, <laughs> television, movies, right. records, what has happened is that the movement is to denigrate religion in every time, at every opportunity, mm. to knock Christianity especially. Mm-hmm. There's There's not much 
I'm not not much defaming of, of Judaism, mm-hmm. uh, other than what has always been there in the bias of, of still so many people. Oh yeah, they've been carrying that. To- they, I'll tell you, yeah, they've been. Yeah. They can't shake the prejudice or beliefs no. against them. And, and again, if you, heartbreaking. If, if you uh, if you if you treated Muslims as you, and Islam as a religion, as Christianity is treat, treated. You'd be under fatwa somewhere, you know? mm. uh, but uh, no. Uh, one of the networks had a program on called. They were the original name was Good Christian Bitches. ABC, I believe it was. You kidding? That, that was the original name. Benny, I missed that one. Well, they finally, oh. they finally, before they, before. Oh, that's the right. Air, they yeah. truncated it to GCB, and uh-huh. that was the title. Mm-hmm. But that's what it stood for. Mm. And they got away with it. Fortunately, it wasn't a very good show and didn't last very long. Mm. But there's no there's no qualms at all about denigrating religion mm. anytime you want to. Mm. Just jump on jump on it. It's fair game. Mm. Disgraceful, disgraceful. But our whole society is, is is pretty much gone that way. Well, you know, this is really kind of the next question I want to ask you about. That is that I think while that's happening. Um, there is uh, a different contingency, I think, arising. And, you know, I want to point to it uh, for a minute because, you know, I, I think it's fascinating. I actually did an interview with him, and that's Joel Osteen. I don't know if you know who Joel is. Um, uh, yeah, yes, of course I do. Okay, out of late. Yeah, okay, great. Um, has he been slandered lately? Well. I mean, I mean, he, what? there was, a, there were, there were. There were false rumors, right. false statements made right. that he was giving up his religion because he had no longer had no longer believed. Yeah, and it was all a lie, but it spread across the country. Internet, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, well, you know, this is what happened once you're on Oprah, right? Huh? That's it. You go on Oprah. Now you do her Sunday show. He did her Sunday show. Uh, Gene Houston did her Sunday show. You didn't do the Sunday show, and then you know, they, honestly, what is it about? our society that wants to make one religion or spiritual practice good and all the rest bad. I mean, you know, this is really one of the hardest things for me that I've I've had to really come to along the way. You know, why is it we have to pick uh, something and then in order to do that, we put down everything else that has ever existed. It's a fascinating thing to me because, you know, I don't know about the God that, that you've come to know, but I'll tell you about the God that I've come to know, and that God is benevolent mm-hmm. um, and, and comes from a place of love. Yep. And I wonder what we've done to forget that, Jack. Well, first of all, we've, we, we ignore the premise on which this nation was built, uh, if if you we used to think of it as a it was a based on Christian Judaic ethic mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and our president has told us within the last few years that we're we're not a Christian nation anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is it is fashionable, but it's fashionable in television and in movies to 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 knock anything you want. Oh yeah, that's true. And because that's that's what gets attention. The more outrageous you can be, the more contumacious you can be, the more chance you have of staying on the air and making it big. So, 
that's part of it. And, uh, and I suspect part of it also is that a lot of the people in, the, in power in media are not believers in much of anything except the television and radio and movie business that they're in. Mm-hmm. Well, you, they, you wouldn't be, they couldn't be doing what they're doing in the record industry. Come on. You couldn't be doing what they're doing if they if they really had any belief in a creator, benevolent or otherwise. Well, I'll tell you, there are a lot of things that are changing. And, you know, we'll talk about Hollywood when we come back from break in a minute. And, you, you know, but less of that and more about getting guidance. You know, what is it that what is it about our spiritual journeys and spiritual awakenings? You know, what are be what are we trying to be told here? What what is it that the message is Um, and how can each of us, you know, learn to understand, to receive it, to hear whatever you call it, the voice, uh, God, um, spiritual awakenings are happening all around us. What is it about the time we live in? where we're hearing about them so often. Is it our connection? Is it the Internet? Or is there just more and more of them happening? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho. Hi, I'm Michelle Bond. I'm the Vedic astrologer who shines a light on what you put into your body. Are you sick and tired of taking all the latest vitamins and herbs that promise to make you feel better and have unlimited energy but find they don't work? The reason they don't is because no two people are alike. There is not one fix for everyone. To find out how I can help you discover what will work for you, go to my website, themichellebonshow.com. Welcome to Sisters Talk Radio. Awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart. There are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters. The conversations you crave when you need to reconnect. Mona and Savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about. Join us on Sisters Talk Radio, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. 
Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Welcome back. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, it's great to have, um, a, you know, Jack joining me here today. Hey, Jack, before we continue, please let folks know how to get a copy of the book, Finding Moosewood, Finding uh, God, and well, the website and everything. Well, the bookstores for hard copies of the book, mm-hmm. uh, the, the online, any of the online vendors, uh, be it Amazon or Barnes and Noble, or I, I, I can't even I don't even know them all. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, but, but they they all carry it, and uh, there's also an audio book version that I that I recorded, and uh, that I'm not sure where that comes. What the outlet? Well, I guess uh, Amazon and Barnes and Noble would would have access to that also. Yeah, yeah. And if they're in that, if they're in your area there, if I may, uh, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at Third Place Books doing a doing a talk and then a book signing. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah in the Third Place in Lake Forest. I'm not. I have no idea where it is. Yes, good. And tell folks again when that's going to be, Jack. That's going to be five thirty on next on Sunday afternoon. Okay, great, great. We love we love Third Place Books. It's it's a great place. I, that's I, what, I, I yeah. my my niece lives in that area and, yeah. and she loves Third Place Books and I've I've not that I've not been to. Yeah, right down the and street from me. I'm in Bothell. Is that right? And then yeah. the, next, the next night on Sunday on, on Monday evening, I'm going to be at the Island Bookstore out on Mercer Island, where a buddy of mine lives, and I'm going to be staying with him. Oh, great, great. Um, well, thank you, Jack, again for joining me here uh, today on the show. Um, uh, and and I and I wanted to you know continue in, in the conversation and the question that I uh, I really presented. Um, there are many many people say that uh, we are in an incredible time, a time of the rise of consciousness. Now, I don't know if you know this about the Pacific Northwest, but a national survey that was taken on religion. Um, and this is not me saying it, folks. This was a study that was done, and it said that we are the least religious, um, um, let's call it community, because it's Western Washington and so forth and so on. However, we are the most spiritual, and I wanted to uh, have you talk to that for a little bit because, you know, up until recently, there's been a, a lot of confusion uh, you're religious, but you're not spiritual. You're spiritual, but you're not religious. But when when you when it all boils down to it, people believe in a higher power. So I wanted to talk to that for a little bit because it's not just about um, what your affiliation is. There are a lot of people talking about God these days, Jack. That's not bad, is it? That's not bad. Uh, 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 not I, bad I, for me. I don't know. In my understanding. 
of the people I have known who claim to be spiritual but not religious, they want nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel sorry for them. I, I think it's, I, I, I feel it's a, it is for them, and I'm going to be offending some people that are listening, perhaps, mm-hmm. and I apologize in advance. But I find those who call themselves spiritual uh, to be using a... a uh, what's, what's, how do I want to put it? I'm going to get in trouble. I better word it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. I'll clean it up for you a little bit. I think now. it's a cop-out. Uh-huh. I think it's a cop-out. I think uh, spiritual, what does that mean? I, I have a spirit. What does that mean? I believe in a spirit. What does that mean? I believe in a higher power. Well, if you do, then, then pursue that. Pursue that thought and uh, pursue it logically and rationally and and, and uh, what does what what do you really mean? Can I read something here quickly to you, my friend? Please. These are the words of Abraham Lincoln as he proclaimed the National Day of Prayer and Fasting, and this struck me as I was going through my transitional time, as much as anything. He wrote, "We have been recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven, but we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us." And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by our superior wisdom. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient, too proud to pray to the God that made us. Mm. He was not spiritual. He was religious. Mm -hmm. I admire that. Mm -hmm. And I admire those who founded this nation who were, for the most part, religious. Mm-hmm. not just spiritual. Well, I, I think this is, uh, this is probably the great debate that's going on right now in the world. And you know what I love about this is, Jack, that you and I can have a conversation, you know, regardless of what I may believe. But we, we live in a place where we can have this conversation. And we don't have to worry about being locked up or being arrested or me saying, me saying to you, you know, Jack, for me, I found God by going the path of, of, of spirituality. You know, for me, I had to step away and for a lot of reasons and take a spiritual path to come to a place where I get to honor the God of my choice. And what I love about you and I chatting about this is I bet if we were to put a couple of bullet points down on a piece of paper we wouldn't be far apart from each other, but yet we can come together and respect each other. Absolutely. That's I what I love. That. That's what, what I, I love about this country. You know what I'm saying? I love phrase, that. One phrase you just used mm-hmm. strikes me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to question it. Sure. I, I love this. Go ahead. The, the God of my choice, you said. Mm-hmm. I can worship the God of my choice. Mm-hmm. How do you get to choose a God? Well, I'll tell you how. Can, do you want me to answer that question? Of course. I don't think we get to choose it. I think we get to explore it. And for me, I discovered that God isn't in a, a place. This yeah. is what I mean. Absolutely. It, it isn't in a place. Now, you have to understand, I grew up and went to Catholic boarding school, and God lived in a place mm-hmm. uh, when, when you're a kid. But mm-hmm. what I got to explore is, no, the God of my choice is the God that's everywhere. Yep. It, Absolutely. It, it's it's the God that's going to love me whether I go to confession or not. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I agree. That's what I'm talking about. You know, okay. for me to have to, uh, and, and I say I had to move away so that 
I, I couldn't be told how I had to behave in order for me to receive the gifts. You, are, you couldn't be told by people. I couldn't be told by people. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say to you. Right. And, and believe me, I told you during the break, Catholic Southern Baptist. So there are a lot of people telling me about <laughs> stuff, right? But this yes. is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, so what I think we've done is we've put a label on spirituality that isn't exactly right. And we've put a label on religion that isn't exactly right. Because when you look at the spiritual path, and this is one of the greatest, you have to come back. We're going to have a a chat about this. I I hope you come back so we can just talk about this back and forth, because I love this. We will ask each other questions. Here's the thing I discovered. You know, I live in a place that honors spirituality. And not only is there amazing places of Christianity, great gospel by Pat Wright, but there are places here that are what we call new thought. Here's what I've discovered about all of these new thought places. They are founded on a place of the words of Jesus Christ, whether it is, um, you know, the Church of Religious Science or whether it is unity and unity especially. And so what I find is, Jack, that we're having a whole lot of comments and disagreements. And in reality, we're not far apart. And I I think it's time for us to stop putting ourselves in buckets and stop talking about how different we are. And please, let's come to the table and talk about how amazing we are and find common ground to create a better place. That's my two cents. That's, That's worth a lot more than two cents, lady. I hope you will come back. And we will continue this conversation. Well, I, I, I won't do that. Okay. Unless you invite me. Yeah, but you're invited. I'm inviting <laughs> you. Because this is what I love. We don't have enough conversations. I used to host a show, and, and it was a show between a rabbi, uh, a pastor, mm-hmm. uh, what was the other guy? Oh, a Muslim. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys went on to write an, uh, uh, an interfaith book. This was the greatest. I mean, oh my gosh, it was one of the most interesting conversations that you would ever want to hear. It could be, and and you, and you can toss in you can toss in a Mormon now because the right, right would fit in a good discussion. Of right all of there, you go. And what I'm trying to say is, it was a conversation, and it was a great hit radio show, Jack. But it was around around how do we find the things that we can come together on? Yeah, and then let's talk about our differences. Jack, right. Jack, thank you so much for joining me here today. You are invited back. It has been I, a joy, young lady. I appreciate it. I, I am loving every minute of it. Jack Perkins, everyone. We're going to take a short break here on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back with Michael Shane.
You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host. Incredible guest, get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough of your thing. things I can't get used to. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. 